This is Gameplay on TSN 1050. This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Embrace the odds. I want winners. Welcome back, everyone. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. A reminder to you few, you proud, who are still alive in the first step football survivor pool. Make sure to go to TSN 1050.ca and put your pick in. Last person standing will score a free set of Rodex tires along with install at your local cow tire as well as $2,500 in cash. TSN 1050's first up football survivor pool sponsored by Rodex, an exclusive cow cow tire brand i don't know why i would struggle with that i just struggle with that entire read ridiculous on my part the show will now be saved from tsn edge senior sports betting analyst it is dominic padula dominic thanks so much for joining the show today yeah thanks for having me it's been a good four month stretch and i'm gonna start this appearance on your show by referring to one of the first bets that i gave out on gameplay it was back in the summer i don't know if you remember it was the one team that i was fading the whole summer Finally cashed the first bet with them. Chicago Bears under six and a half wins is officially oh. a winner today. That it, Congratulations to that. Um, I also bet that the Giants would have under eight wins, and now I owe Aaron Korolnik a dinner because, uh, yeah, it's uh, – uh, the Giants beating Washington, they go over their win total, and now I am bitter. Um Speak and but I have the Eagles winning the. I bet the Eagles to win the division right after they traded for AJ Brown. So I will win that one. But my Giants bet is now lost. Uh, amazing, Dominic, amazing. at least you got that Eagles one. Yep. Yeah, I got that one. Uh, actually, I, eh, I got to go take a look back. Probably just a house of horrors. I love the fact that at one point on Saturday you could have had the Vikings at plus. 5,500, so 55 to 1 to win that game against the Colts. They're down 30. Actually, I feel that number should be even higher considering they're down 33 nothing, the largest comeback in the history of the NFL. Um, like, if you were going to look back at the crazy weekend of football, how high is that Vikings game? Number one. Um, and look, like I think everybody that does this long enough will have their shares of highs and lows betting on the NFL. If you're on the right side of that Vikings comeback, it's an absolute treat. If you bet them in game, maybe you didn't grab them at 55 to one, but maybe you grabbed them at five to one down a couple of scores. Maybe you had them in a parlay going into the game and you're just happy that they won. Maybe if you're still alive in a survivor pool. You have the Vikings as well, but coming back from 33 points, we talked about it, uh, me and the, and, and the guys from the Edge team today were just laughing at the thought of, you know, for just Saturday, you really just feel bad for the guy. Like, he takes on the job, and there's so much criticism and what he's got to handle. And then, you know, they, they win a game, and there's a little bit of excitement. Like, you know, this isn't that bad. And, and, and then you suffer the worst collapse in NFL history and you've got to come to work the next day just thinking about, oh, my goodness, like that's going to be something that it's going to be a very long time before any team tops that mark. So this is an unbelievable ride. And, you know, we were joking a little bit about the fact that 
after if that happened on a Sunday night football, that'd be the talk on Monday. But with the World Cup and then Cincinnati's comeback win and then the way the Patriots yeah. blew their game, it's just like there's just another story this weekend, which is a testament to how wild the NFL is. It is. It is. It is totally wild. Well, let's let's go through them all. Um, Brady was eighty nine and zero when leading by at least seventeen points, and then yeah. I think it was four straight possessions where he turned the ball over. Dominic, are we now allowed to start to have the conversation of is Tom Brady done? Yes, absolutely. Now is the time. And as somebody that was adamant years ago that he wasn't done before his three more Super Bowls, I'm I'm totally aboard with that concept now. And I think a lot of it is just in what you're seeing from him. Yes, there's the fact that, again, they lose that game yesterday and the way he played in the second half, I think that could help cement it. But this is a guy that, you know, underdog back-to-back weeks for the first time since 2014, Tampa Bay has been a top 10 Super Bowl choice all year, but they've never really looked like a contending team. You really are starting to see the disparity between the perception of what Tom Brady and the Buccaneers can be and what they actually are. The fact that Carolina couldn't take care of business against Pittsburgh yesterday by uh. a little bit more time before you put that nail in the coffin, but I think we're pretty close to cementing it, and it could be on New Year's Day when Tampa Bay plays Carolina. They might not get to the playoffs at this point. No, it's, uh, the funny thing is, is I am rooting for Tampa to lose until there's an actual playoff game. And like, it's funny, the idea of Carolina or Atlanta winning that division because it's just an indictment of how bad it is. But then mm-hmm. when the playoff game begins and suddenly i got to be rooting for Sam Darnold, at oh, some yeah. point, at that point, I will miss Tom Brady. I wish Tom Brady was out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it will be awful. There's no yeah. way to sugarcoat it. No matter who comes out of that division, it's just not oh. going to be must-watch football. Let's, uh, let's spin the wheel of NFL. So, Dominic, I give you this. Patrick Mahomes has only five incompletions, has two touchdowns. The team has 502 total yards. Houston is 219. How the hell did Kansas City not win and easily cover that game? Houston's the worst team in the league. Mahomes puts up incredible numbers, and yet the game goes to overtime. Beware of the Texans. I, I, I think you remember a couple of weeks ago, my best bet was the Dolphins team total over 30 and a half. They scored 30 in the first half. Yes. For another point the rest of the way, a lot of people were on that Chiefs team total. Again, over 31 and a half yesterday at FanDuel. Come up this short, they don't cover. It's it's a it's a it's a great story and the fact that like look the the Texans regardless of talent have fought so hard for Lovey Smith all season and it hasn't always been pretty for me personally I'm cheering on the Texans because I want them to get out of the basement of the NFL because I'm cheering for the Bears to finish in that basement but that's back to back weeks first it was against the Cowboys they cover as a 17 point dog it was the biggest spread of the season and then last week they take Kansas City to overtime. It's that weird time of the year where motivation is going to be a big part of of handicapping every game. And I think for the Chiefs, you saw that prime letdown spot. They got the W, same way that the Cowboys got the win the week before. But when it comes to those double-digit spreads at this point of the year, it's going to be buyer beware if you like playing chalk. Is there a, a team right now that you're really getting on board from a betting perspective, like maybe Jacksonville, and is there another team? And who's the team that sort of scares you the most? Maybe it's Kansas City, but just the team that kind of scares you the most right now. Yeah, I, we were talking about Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago. I thought the mm. Bengals were a team yes. that 
you know, with all the injuries on offense and then the coming together on defense, I think they they showed us last year when they peaked at the right time, and I, all signs are pointing towards that happening again. They they really haven't been healthy on offense all year. Jamar Chase took his turn out. T. Higgins has been banged up all season. Joe Mixon, if they could be healthy come playoff time, I think they're going to be as tough an out as any team in the AFC. And the way it's shaping uh, it looks like it could be Kansas City again that they play. And so we know the head-to-head dominance of Burrow versus Mahomes. He's won three straight, so we'll see how that plays out in the AFC. In the NFC, you know, it's it's strange to say it, but in terms of an NFC team, I, I still think San Francisco with the pieces that they have, especially the defense, which still I don't think it's enough credit. All the talk is about... Purdy and recently so can he do enough at the quarterback position but I think that the way that defense is playing when they match up against Philadelphia and Dallas or Minnesota in the NFC it could come down to just Brock Purdy not making mistakes so those are two teams I I noticed both teams ticked down in terms of their Super Bowl odds this week both coming off impressive wins there's plus 750 to win it all the team that I got my eye on that I really want to see what happens is one that we already talked about it's Minnesota Minnesota is very fascinating to me because I think everybody is in agreement that they are overrated for a team based on their record. But what interests me is their ability to win games. Um, It's not necessarily that they're winning pretty, but we saw it against Indianapolis. They were down 33 points at the half. They could have very well packed things up and headed home. They came back and won the game. So this is a Minnesota team. They beat Buffalo. They've got a couple of impressive wins on their schedule so far this year. In terms of point differential and consistency, obviously they're not in that elite tier like when we talk about the Philadelphia Eagles or or even the Chiefs, even though they're not covering. But Minnesota stands out as a team where I just want to see come playoff time, what is the best the Vikings have to offer? Because I, I, I still don't think we've seen it. And I think they got a couple of cheat codes there. Justin Jefferson's one of them where, you, you know, you could have him, he could be double covered and he could still get open. And it's a matter of can Kirk Cousins get him the ball. Hawkinson's kind of been worked into the mix there. They still have Dalvin Cook. Their defense is atrocious. And they're going to face some tough matchups regardless of whether it's Philly, San Fran, Dallas, et cetera, in the NFC. But I just want to see what's the best that Minnesota has to offer because I don't think we've seen it yet. No, and and the problem also is everyone's always going to bet against Minnesota because, as I've said, everyone in the planet hates Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominic, uh, b- before uh, before I let you go, uh, the Monday nighter. It's Rams. It's Green Bay. This is the reason why it's good to put down five bucks on a bet because this game's going to stink. But uh, is there what what is uh, people can check out your work at TSN Edge Morning Coffee. Usually, you give your favorite bet for the primetime game, so the Monday night game. So, what do you like tonight? Yeah, Tutu Atwell, over 32.5 receiving yards, five catches for 50 yards last week, and the comeback went over the Raiders. I think they got going a little bit late with Baker Mayfield. I think another week of practice. He's gone for 48-plus receiving yards in three of his last four. So I think against this Packers defense, I think there's going to be an opportunity to throw a little bit, and I I think Atwell only needs one or two catches to go over 32.5. So I got Tutu Atwell over 32.5 receiving yards as my best bet for tonight. Dominic, always appreciate. Thank you so much for joining the show. And again, check his workout at tsn.ca slash edge. And if you ever, you know, if you're going to watch the game tonight, you might as well put down five bucks, make it at least a little bit more interesting. Thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks so much. Enjoy the game.